0: The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio on this third week of April, and we are here with our one of our very, very favorite people in the world, Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements, and we are all staying home and staying safe, and Daphne, you are... Um, uh, as well. So welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we can stay connected even with us having to stay in our homes.
0: You know, we can. And there's so many wonderful ways in which uh, we're able to do that. And I know for, um, for us, you know, we've been doing probably 90% of our business meetings on Zoom and on uh, different types of conference platforms. And right now, Uh, Thanks to Salem Media and Joshua in the studio, we are able to patch in through the radio station, and you are where you are, and I am where I am, and um, I'm very glad we get a chance to catch up.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. There's some wonderful things happening at a state level to help people stay connected, so I'm anxious to share those kinds of things that people can tap into um, using social platforms and having the equipment to be able to do that. So, you know, in fact, why don't I just share that right now? Um, One Uh of the things that I've been um, running into and talking with my past clients and, and new clients' families that I'm helping it's feeling so isolated. And so one of the things that the state of Washington has done to the Ombudsman's um, office is we are collecting funds to help fund getting Kindle fires for people that are specifically in adult family homes and that that will be a gift to them and um, we're going to be able to teach people how to use Skype or different platforms on that Kindle while they're in adult family homes. So this is just a wonderful thing um, for families to be able to connect because we've found that a lot of seniors don't have the equipment to be able to do that so we are setting up uh, adult family homes it's specifically for adult family home people um, to have boosters and things that they might need for their internet connection but the equipment soon very soon will be available like probably next week so it's through and I don't know how to get to it but I do know it's through the state ombudsman's program um, in, in the state of Washington. So that's very exciting to get, you know, people to be able to see each other and connect, even if it's through, you know, just video.
0: That is so huge. This is the first I've heard of it. Um, you know, one of the things, one of the calls I'm getting uh, from families are their frustration because they can't see their loved ones. Um, if they're in an assisted living situation and, and, you know, it is for their own protection and, you know, but to be able to have an ability that, you know, there. I know it's all coming from the love that families have for their loved ones that are in an assisted living. And, you know, like I have one friend that has said, you know, my dad's in his nineties, he's in assisted living. They won't let me come see him. Um, and he's on the second floor and he's hard of hearing. So he can't hear me on the phone. He can't, he doesn't have a computer. And he can't, I can't stand outside his window and I'm so frustrated and I get it. I totally get it. Um, on the other hand, to have something like this, that he could, you know, see his daughter, you know, through
1: the screen. Yes. And Yes. that's amazing. Yeah, it's really, really exciting. I want to be really clear. It's for people that live in adult family homes, so not so much in the assisted living as I understand it. But but nonetheless, as soon as I have information of how to connect, I'll get that to you, Suzanne, and we can put it on the Answers for Elders webpage or something. So um, i get that information out. So that's coming up, and it's also an opportunity to be able to contribute to that fund. Um, We have, you know, big players that are helping, big corporations that are helping with um, this program. So, and I want to share that this came out of uh, NPRA, which is our National Professional Referral Alliance, and our local uh, people um just a shout out to Michelle Graham she's uh, one of the owners of Graham and Graham who does placement and the right. placement companies have kind of gotten together and said we got to figure out how we can help our elders so this is one way that we're we're looking at connecting people so along those same lines it's really important to have some courage and to step out and learn something new something called Zoom something called Yes size maybe facebook video chatting and i will yes. encourage everyone to just try really hard to have the courage to learn something new because i'm not a techie i and i am actually kind of enjoying it and figuring out how to mute my voice and put the video on and have a different background and change the volume and but it's all very easy so right now we've got the time and more importantly, the motivation to learn a new skill. We do.
0: And, you know, I don't care how old you are. You can always learn something new. And with Absolutely. our older adults, you know, they, they they have an opportunity right now to connect so much more with people that they may not have thought about. Like, for example, they may have grandchildren that are very into technology and they never were in the loop. And now all of a sudden, they'll have this opportunity to connect with them. And, you know, with the miracles of, you know, connections that we can have as, as families. And also, I've heard stories, Daphne, of people that have connected with old friends that they may not have talked to for a long time, but they're sitting there thinking, you know, I thought about, You know, what I have a friend, I thought about my ex-husband and, you know, I haven't talked to him in like 27 years and I just decided to pick up the phone and call him and check on him and see how he's doing. And I thought that was really precious. It was an opportunity to, to talk to people that you haven't, you know, they've touched your life and, you know, while you're sitting there thinking about it, I think that's
1: really cool. It is. I have to tell another story along the same lines. My family, my mom's side of the family, has a very nice connection through a Facebook private page. And one of my cousins decided that on Easter Sunday that she was going to connect a bunch of us. And so we've never done this before, but we were all video chatting. We could do eight at a time, and somebody would go off. And we all got together on Easter Sunday. And we've had this page for a number of years, but never used the video chatting. So now a silver lining out of all of this isolation is we have figured out another way of connecting. And we all live across the United States, so it was very fun to do that on Easter Sunday.
0: I love it. So I, I love it. This
1: is a, a lot of opportunity to find creative ways of getting connected. I want to touch a little bit about how we can get connected with ourselves because it's not, you know, always convenient or it's not always, um, what's the right word, comfortable. For us to step out and, you know, get and have video chatting and know where to put the, the phone or the screen so that you look your best, you know, to hold it up higher. Sometimes that's not convenient. But other ways that we can connect are with ourselves. And to take some time yes. to think that we haven't taken the time to do that says, oh, I really want to explore this part of my life. Or I have been meaning to write down my memories from when I was six years old and went on this big trip with my family. Or mm-hmm. I love to send letters to my kids. You know, I've been meaning to to write letters to my kids that how much they mean to me and all of the things that they have contributed to my life and how they brought joy to my life or frustration or whatever it is. But this is the time that we can be an intentional people and really yes. spend time with ourselves in a, in a very healthy yes. way. Um, the key piece here is yes, we're spending time with ourselves, but we're getting out of our own head and thinking about other people. When you get Amen. out of your own head, And think about other people. Your heart of gratitude will soar. It will soar. And it might feel awkward at first, everybody. You might feel like, oh, this is going to be, you know, just a ridiculous thing. I can't think of anything positive. Or I I just don't even want to do that. I encourage you to to force yourself to try something new. I myself have done this. And one of the things that I have really um, focused on is to have a gratitude list. And I happen to belong to Mm -hmm. another private group on Facebook that's just a gratitude. And every day, if you feel like posting on that Facebook page, you can put, you know, two or three things that you're grateful for that day. And I've been doing Mm -hmm. this for about five months now. And some days I have nothing to be grateful for in my head or it feels like, oh, you know, just being grateful for being warm. That's so trite, so simple. It really Mm -hmm. isn't. When you think about the things that you're thankful for, automatically the ripple effect will start happening and you will start thinking about other people or how you being grateful that for that one thing affects other people. It's amazing. So this time of isolation really can be a positive time if we choose to be intentional about it. It's really important to choose to be intentional. We can choose to stay kind of in the doldrums um, because you know what? The honest answers here are depression can be real. When you're in your own thoughts all day long, that's Mm -hmm. not always a great place to be. But as soon as you get out of your thoughts and into thinking about other people, your, your mood will elevate. I promise you it will elevate. So, you might, might have to start with an idea list. I gave a girlfriend this, this challenge today, and I she says, oh, I'm just so tired of being home. And I said, I challenge you to walk through each room of your home and just look at it and think of something for each room, one thing that stimulates you to be grateful. Sometimes we yes. need an outside source to make us think through things. And so mm-hmm. that was a tool that we came up with to help her through her depression um, because she couldn't even see through to to being thankful. And so I was like, oh, what can we do? Walk in each room and intentionally pick out minimum of one thing that you're thankful for in that room. So this is called creativity during the time of isolation. Yes, it is. (laughs)
0: And, you know, I am really glad because, Daphne, obviously you are here for our seniors. And we're coming up on the next segment, which I know I'm thrilled you're going to be with us for this hour because I want to talk about gratitude. Let's talk about all the things that we can be grateful for. And so, Daphne, before we sign off, how do we reach you? Well, you reach me at
1: Pinnacle Senior Placements. Dot com. That's my website that you can reach me at. And you can listen to past podcasts there. And you can also reach me at 855-734-1500.
0: Well, I'm very glad. And everyone, Daphne will be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to Pinnacle Senior Placements. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.